Welcome to the Compass Podcast, featuring Chris Shandro and the Compass team. We hope this message is just for you. All right, good morning and welcome to Compass. <laughs> so, okay, we're in my house and sitting in my living room, and this is as weird for me as it probably is for you. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe weirder, because uh, like, I, I honestly, I'd rather get up in front of a room full of 10,000 people and talk than talking to a camera. I'm like, this is so weird. Like, and what's super weird also is that my wife is at the door while the dogs are going to the bathroom outside. So you're going to hear her call them in in just a second. So yeah, because a dog's, a dog's poop reflex is not, doesn't look at a clock. So anyway, uh, I'm glad you guys joined us if you're with us and uh, I have, we're on Facebook live, right? And so if if you want to hit back at me, like the whole point of this is that this is not a Sunday morning, okay? And so as long as it's not, let's just, let's chat, you know, because I got my coffee, um, I've got my water, and this thing is on, okay? There's Terry calling in the dogs. So anyway, so, oh, and really quick, um, before we get started, I just want to shout out to Briar Courtney. This is the Disney mug that Briar got me. She's incredible and amazing. Thank you, Briar. You're the coolest. And uh, yeah. So let me ask you guys a question. Okay, before we even start, what are you anxious about right now? Okay, like, I mean, obviously there's tons of stuff to be anxious about uh, with everything going on in the world and the Rona, you know, happening, coronavirus. And like with all the stuff that is like, all the stuff that is getting weird and freaky in the world, um, I don't know. There's just a lot to, to stress about and a lot to be anxious about. And so like for you, is it, what's stressing you? What are the main things? So like there's definitely a lot of them. There's like the social distancing thing. Like I can't see any people. Uh, my daughter Cameron came into my bedroom the other night. Right, Cameron? Yeah. And she was like, she just wanted to talk. She was just talking because she has no one to talk to right now. And she's not going to talk to like her parents or her siblings. Gross. Um, but like yeah, social distancing is, is stressful, you know. And like not seeing people, not being able to go to restaurants, there's just all this stuff. And I think like I'm okay with the social distancing. Like that that didn't freak me out, okay? And actually most of this stuff, I've been pretty cool. Like anxiety and fear have not really messed with me that much. Um, but so like I was, I was good with social distancing, great there. Um, I was, I'm okay with not meeting on Sundays. Like let's be flexible, right? We can be creative and figure stuff out. I'm great with that. Um, I'm... I'm great with restaurants. They still deliver. Okay, so I don't need to like go into a restaurant. I can swing that. I was totally fine with not feeling any anxiety until one thing. And that was this. I was fine until toilet paper. Okay, and people started freaking about toilet paper and go making runs on this stuff. And, and the, it wouldn't surprise you if you know me because like I am kind of bathroom obsessed. Like I'm obsessed with bathrooms being cleaned and stocked and looking and smelling good. Um, like, I mean, if you just come into our church, you would know that I spend 80% of my time in ministry thinking about how to make sure our bathrooms are good. Like I'm, I'm spraying like good smell and clean stuff in there all the time. It's, a I'm a smell Nazi. Like <laughs> side note, I literally ordered stuff to spray and in, squirt into the urinals to like kill off the, it doesn't matter moving on, but whether it's, whether it's the virus or whether it's the lack of human contact or, you know, what's going to happen in the future or what's going to happen with school. There's a lot right now to be anxious about. There's a lot right now that we can be worried about um, and stressed about, you know. Um, maybe, and again, maybe for you, it's, it's financial. Maybe you're worried about the markets. Maybe you're worried about your family, your kids. Maybe you're worried about sickness. 
Uh, maybe you're worried about whether or not you're going to have to start using socks in the bathroom. But whatever it is, um, we're at a point in our lives where it's easy to be stressed out and freaked out by what's happening. So what do you do when your mind is overwhelmed by worry, anxiety, and stress? What do you do when anxiety is the thing that just wants to like take over your thoughts and, and, and capture everything in your life? And so that's what I want to talk about today. And in fact, we're in a, a message series called Mastermind. And last week we kind of, or a couple weeks ago, last week, wow. What even was last week? What, was, there a, was there a world last week? Uh, but we, we started a couple weeks ago a message series called Mastermind. And it's a series really talking about mastering our thoughts um, and, and, and controlling really what's happening in our minds. Because everything starts there. Everything, everything in your life starts in your mind. Um, and that's why Paul says in Romans 12 too, he says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And the reason Paul said that is because this, God wants to change you. God wants to give you the best life that he can. God wants you uh, to have a, a, a wonderful experience with him in life. And that starts by changing how we think. Because your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Whatever your strongest thoughts are, that's the direction your life is going to be moving in. And so the question I kind of want to ask today is this, is what happens when your strongest thoughts are ones of fear, anxiety, or worry? What happens when your strongest thoughts are ones where you're freaking out and you're scared and you're anxious? And so we're going to look at a couple things that the Apostle Paul said uh, and just kind of go from there and see what, what, what it is that God's heart is for us when anxiety hits the way it's hitting so many of us right now. So we're going to take a look at Philippians chapter 4. And this is, a, man, this is a great passage on anxiety and fear. And this is what Paul says. First thing in Philippians 4 verse 6. He says, don't worry about anything. Now, I read that and I'm like, okay, Paul, that's great advice for you. But like, seriously, that's like, just don't do that anymore. So I'm anxious. Just stop. Just don't feel that. Like, it's like going to the doctor and saying my arm hurts. And the doctor's like, don't do that. How does that work? You know what I mean? How does, <laughs> yeah, my son, Calvin liked that one. Thanks, Calvin. for. Your arm don't hurt. Just, yeah, just, you know, when your arm hurts, just, just make it not hurt. That's, it doesn't make sense. And so, like, I read that passage and it starts right there and it sounds so simple, but it's not really helpful. And so I think a lot, like, we're surrounded by a lot of people who are giving really simple answers but they aren't necessarily helpful answers for us. And I think this might be one of those as we start. So it's a good thing that Paul doesn't stop there. So Philippians 4, 6, Paul continues and he says this. He says, don't worry about anything. And then he offers an alternative. Instead, pray about everything. Now, the people that Paul was writing this passage to, he was actually writing a letter to the church at Philippi. It was a Philippian church, and, uh, which is why the letter he wrote is called Philippians because they lived in Philippi. And these people were really poor. The Philippian church was persecuted for their faith. They didn't have a lot of money, didn't have a lot of resources, and they were just, they were getting beat up in some overwhelming circumstances. And this is Paul's advice to them. Don't worry, pray about it. Don't be anxious, pray about it. Now, it's a little bit more fleshed out, right? And it, and it still sounds like some decent good advice. You know, it's, it's not just don't do that, but it's don't do that and it gives an alternative, pray about it. But like deep down, I, I still think that it sounds a little bit like a fortune cookie somewhat, right? You know, let go and let God type spiritual advice. And 
I don't know if you're like me, I'm really practical minded. And when I think about that, I'm like, well, that's great. Do this and don't do that. But what, what happens? You know, how does that work? Well, Paul continues to write and he says this. He says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Then, and here's where it pays off. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds. Now, this is what we want, right? This is the thing that we want to experience, that trade-off. But this is also God's promise, is that when we're feeling anxious, it's not just don't do that, but God says, push away from the anxiety and instead pray. Talk to God. Tell him what you need. Thank him for what he's done. Remember what he's done. Tell him what you need. And when we do that, when we bring our requests to God, when we bring our anxiety to God, then in that moment, you will experience God's peace and God's peace will guard your hearts and minds. It's this, it's this promise of an exchange. Tell God what you need with a thankful heart and you will experience his peace. So that means this, that the cure or the antidote to the anxiety that you may be feeling that I'm, you know, I'm not immune to, that I'm definitely experiencing some of that myself, that the cure and the antidote for that anxiety is to come to God with your problem, to come to God with your fear, and to come to God with your worry. And in fact, scripture is full of references like this. Look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. It says, is that it? Oh, no, that's my main point. That's just a point. Yeah, check that out. Oh, the cure anxiety. All right. This is what first this is what first Peter says in 1 Peter 5. He says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. God wants you to throw your anxiety on him. God wants you to throw your fear on him. He can take it. And not only can he take it, he wants to for you. He wants to carry your burden for you. And look at what the psalmist writes in Psalm chapter 34, verse 4. He says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from my fears. This is how your loving father works. God, your father loves you so much. And he understands that in life, we're gonna go through circumstances where we're overwhelmed, where we're anxious, where we don't know what the future is gonna hold. And he says this, he says, come to me, bring your burdens to me, bring your anxieties to me, and I will free you from worry, I'll free you from stress, I'll free you from anxiety, and I'll, and I'll give you peace. Now, I'll say this, God's promise is not necessarily to free us from our circumstances, but the promise is there that when we walk through those circumstances that we will experience this peace that maybe doesn't even make sense in the middle of what we're going through, but it's a peace that, we can, that will saturate every aspect and area of our lives. Now, there's one other thing that I want to, hey, buddy, Calvin just walked by. Oh, he's getting mini. You want to come have mini say hi real quick before I continue on? All right, everybody say hi, mini. There she is. Hey, babe. Okay. Sorry about that. That was a, a, a little detour. So God, God tells us this. He says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. So the first thing we need to do if we want to experience a life of peace to be able to deal with this anxiety and, uh, and get through it is this, is that we need to be able to, to just bring our request to God. Pray. Okay? Pray. But then there's something else too. There's one other thing that Paul says that needs to be in place in order for us to fully experience the promise of God's peace. And that is at the end of Philippians chapter 4. And it says this. Let's read the whole thing. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. 
And then you experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Oh, as you live in Christ Jesus. This is low tech, baby. It's, it's, sometimes it's a little tricky. <laughs> There's six little words at the end of this verse. As you live in Christ Jesus. And the, I think that these six little words are the key part of this verse. I think they're actually the most important part of this verse, but they're often the, the easiest for us to miss out on. You see, God's promises are fulfilled for us. God's promise of peace. God's promise to free us from anxiety. Those promises are fulfilled All right, everybody. Sorry about that. We lost our live stream. I'll wait a second for everyone to jump back in if you want to. Um, and I hope you want to so you can hang out with us here in just a second. This is, this is like the, this is the curse of every pastor in the United States live streaming all at the same time and just gobbling up all of Facebook's feed. And I guess the problem is, is that they didn't get the memo that the compass feed is the most important one and should be prioritized. So I'm going to message Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook after this. I'll get it squared away and make sure that uh, Compass is definitely prioritized above everything else. So let me let me catch us up and recap to where we were before we got disconnected. Um, really, we've been on this passage, Philippians 4, 6 through 7, and we're talking about experiencing God's peace. And this is where we left off, that his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus, Okay. We talked about this, how the six little words at the end of this passage at Philippians 4, 6 through 7, as you live in Christ Jesus, are the key six words. And these, I think that these six little words are the easiest for people to miss when they read through this passage. We read it and we're like, okay, don't worry and pray and everything's going to be okay. And then I'll experience God's peace. But the big picture is this, is that God's peace happens in the context of us living life in Jesus, a life following Jesus, life living for Jesus, living in Christ. And I, th I talked about how I feel like this is kind of like an, an umbrella verse. And so uh, whenever it's raining outside or driving around in the car, Terry likes to get her umbrella out and walk from the car to the store or to the house, wherever we're going. Now, I, being a man, I'm not worried about getting wet. In fact, I kind of think it's kind of cool to get wet. And, and also, like, people under umbrellas move really slow. I don't want to move slow. And so, like, I just want to get out and run fast. And Terry's always insisting. She's like, listen, get under the umbrella. You know, you don't want to get wet. And I'm like, but I don't want to go slow. But, and here's the thing. Every time this happens and Terry walks slow and, I, and I'm at the store waiting for her and the kids or whoever else is under her umbrella to catch up to me, like, here's the thing. I'm always wet and I'm always kind of miserable that I'm wet. And I'll never tell her this. Oh, I'll tell you this now, babe, because I'm telling yeah. you this now. Like confession, I would have rather been under the umbrella. <laughs> I don't want to have been wet, but I want to go at my own pace. I, I want, I don't want someone else dictating to me how fast I can move or, or, and my, she just rolled her eyes at me. Roll with me. You're going to like that where this is headed. And here's the, I don't want, I don't want to be cramped in the umbrella, but again, I always reg regret getting wet. And this is the thing. This is what Jesus is saying. Jesus is saying this. He's saying, if you live in me, stay under my covering and and stand under the covering of my will. And if you do, my peace will guard your heart and mind. The problem is that sometimes we feel cramped under there. 
We feel cramped under Jesus's will and, and we don't want to go slow. And we think that our way is going to work this time. And so we, we run out from under Jesus's umbrella and we try to like sprint to wherever we want to go thinking that we'll, we can do it and that we won't get wet. And if I, just this time, I can run out from under Jesus' umbrella, and if I do, I won't get that wet. And here, here's the, the main point, like, this is the thing, like, if you take nothing else away from this, I want you to get this, okay? And then when it comes to Jesus' umbrella, if you leave the umbrella, you will get wet, okay? Hashtag that sucker. I want you to remember that. Do whatever you have to do, but if you leave the umbrella, you will get wet. If you step out from under Jesus' covering, you will get wet. And this is what, this is what that, that passage says. It's not saying this. It's not saying that his peace will guard your hearts and minds. You know, as you step away from Jesus, back to living for yourself, you know, then you can just live life the way you want it. And then when something comes back up, you can pop back under the umbrella, you know, get your Jesus booster shot, and then go back out to living a you-centered life again. And if you do that, then his peace will guard your hearts and minds. That's just not... That's not what it says, and that's not how it works. But that's often how we live. A lot of times we live in such a way where we come to Jesus, and we're, Jesus, I'm just getting soaked, getting drenched, cover me, and we get under his umbrella, and everything's better, and everything's good. And then the second we feel a little bit cramped, or the second we feel like maybe we could run a little bit faster, the second maybe we feel like maybe my way is not so bad, or maybe, maybe I was just doing it wrong and I need to try harder, and we step out from under Jesus' umbrella, we can go it on our own. He'll let us. He'll totally let us live life the way we want to live it, but you're going to get wet. And experiencing God's peace is a promise that happens underneath that umbrella. It happens as we live in Christ Jesus. And remember, we looked at 1 Peter, um, I want to, where is it at? Here we go. We looked at 1 Peter 5, uh, 6 through 7, right? And it says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I love that verse. It's a great verse and it says a lot. But I want you to look at this. I want you to look at... The first part of that verse, and it says this, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. So we get to cast our anxiety on Jesus because he cares for us in the context of humbling ourselves under God's mighty hand, because he wants to lift us up. And that happens when we, when we put ourselves under Jesus's umbrella. So, Here's what I want you to do. I want you to ask yourself this question. In what areas of my life do I need to experience God's peace? Well, and honestly, like maybe you want to comment. Maybe you're, you're comfortable sharing this with everyone because I would love to know um, where you're at in this. But like in what areas of my life do I need to experience God's peace? What are you worried about? What do you have anxiety about? What, what's overwhelming you right now? And then once you identify those things, I mean, what, what, whatever that is, once you identify it, then we can do two things. And two things as prescribed by the passages in Scripture we've been looking at today. And the first is this. Pray about it. Whatever it is, just pray about it. Take everything to God. He can handle it all, okay? The stuff that's embarrassing, He can handle it. The stuff that is small and insignificant, He cares about it. He wants to know. The stuff that, you, you know, you'd be afraid your mom would find out about uh, because she'd literally just have a heart attack and die. Pray about it. Take it to God. He loves you. He cares about you, whatever it is. So pray about it. And, and then the second thing is this. After you pray, look for areas in your life where maybe you are not fully surrendered to God and start letting them go. You need to step under the umbrella 
And Jesus is inviting you to step under the umbrella so that you can experience his grace and his peace as, as we walk in life in him. And so, so if you start doing these two things, start praying, asking God uh, to move in your life, bringing your anxieties and fears to him, praying, surrendering the areas of your life where maybe you've been stepping out from under Jesus' umbrella, and you will begin to see God transform your mind. You'll begin to see God bring peace into your life that you never understood. And here at this time where everything is maybe crazier than it's ever been, where it seems like um, the world might be falling apart around us, where there should be no peace, you'll experience peace in a way you never have before. Your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts, and you can discover where your life goes when your strongest thoughts are thoughts of peace instead of thoughts of fear and anxiety. So, so man, there you go. I hope that you got something out of that today. I definitely got something out of prepping it and thinking about it. Um, you know, if anybody has any thoughts or questions, like we can totally chat about that right here. Uh, if you got a question about any of these passages we've been talking about, um, I'll hang out here for just a couple minutes. Uh, if you know, if you want to, if you just want to pop that up here on Facebook Live, um, and so if not, I'll just tap dance here for a couple minutes, drink some of my sweet, sweet coffee. Uh, maybe you could even do this. You could just say, what, "What's the your favorite type of coffee that you've been drinking?" Oh wow, um, I'm not. See, we've got people, we got Nexus trolls on our on our feed right now asking when Nexus goes live. You know what? I don't know when Nexus goes live, but you should check it out because it's going to be awesome. <clears throat> so Melissa McLean says this that she's feeling most overwhelmed about the unknown, not what's going about what's not knowing what's going to happen with her income, um, her husband, and pretty much every aspect of her life right now. And you know what? I I think that like if we're all being honest, deep down under the surface veneer, I think we're all feeling that. Um, Terry, is that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that Terry's had some of those moments. Cameron has had, she's been anxious about school a little bit, and like she'll talk about it with a smile. Like she talks about it with a smile, but I know deep down it's like there's panic fluttering under there. And honestly, there have been moments beyond just the toilet paper where I have, I've just been um, thinking about this stuff and I have felt uh, a little bit of like my heart start to beat a little bit. And so it's, it's a real thing, but I'm telling you, practice this stuff. This is what I, this is what I do when I'm in this, these moments. When my heart starts to race and I start to feel some of that pressure and anxiety, I just pray, I stop, I just ask God to help me, I ask for his wisdom and direction, and I just try to reorient my heart around his plan and his will. Uh, and, and, and if you do that, you know, God's gonna, God's gonna capture you, he's gonna take that anxiety, and he's gonna give you his peace. We're also we're going to be talking a lot about more of this stuff over the coming weeks because um, this is where we are right now. This is where the world is, and so I'd encourage you, man, stick around with uh, stick around with um, our feed, stick around with what's happening on our Facebook group and on our social media stuff, and uh, we're going to be posting stuff probably every single day, trying to be helpful uh, and encourage you. And uh, so I'm gonna pray, and then I'm gonna get y'all out of here. Oh, you got it. Yeah, we're gonna, we'll definitely post some verse images up this week so you guys can all know what's going on. And uh, dude, don't hesitate to message uh, me or you can private message me if you want, um, if, if, if you need to talk, uh, or we'll connect you with someone in our church leadership community who can help. Uh... Your sister said stop touching your face. <laughs> I can't. I'm at home though. I'm social distance, so it's okay. 
Uh, let's pray, everyone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, now, uh, really, oh, one last thing before we pray, and that's this, is that if you've been watching this feed and you're just overwhelmed by anxiety and you're stressed, and, um, but maybe you, as you've been listening to this, you're like, I want this. I want to experience this in my life. And you, not, you don't know Jesus. You're not a follower of Jesus. Um, message me privately. Um, I want to help you. Okay, if you want to become a follower of Jesus today, today is your day. Today's the time. Okay, so message me privately and uh, we'll, we'll walk you through that process. So I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you for this incredible church. And God, in spite of these circumstances that we are facing uh, as your church and as your people and as the world, God, in spite of these things, Lord, I'm so grateful that, that your peace is something that we can experience and know. And I just ask that you're, you would supernaturally, God, move in our hearts and in our lives and that we could experience that peace that surpasses understanding, that's, that surpasses and doesn't even make sense in our circumstances, that you would calm our anxieties and our fears, and that Jesus today, as, as we just take a moment to pray right now, that your peace would begin moving into our lives. Lord, we love you, and we need you more than ever. God, we pray that you would continue to move in our world and that you would continue, Father, uh, to bring this, this coronavirus situation to a swift and speedy conclusion even as you calm the fears that it's raising up in so many of us. Lord, we love you. We pray in your name. Amen. Thank you for joining us at Compass. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions about Compass or this message, contact us at our website, www.compassbn.com.